This is the Truth Hurts Program. Hello, everybody. This is Steve Z, and you're listening to the Truth Hurts Program. Today is March the 16th, 2023. I don't often have the time to sit around and write actual eloquent prose, poetry, song lyrics, or anything of the kind. But today I felt compelled to write something that I thought I would read to you today. This is all my own writing. There's nothing here taken from a news headline or from someone else's speech or some other conservative radio or podcast or website. These are just my own thoughts, and I thought I would share them with you today. The Democratic political party in the United States of America, supposedly led by Joe Biden, has been repeating a false narrative, a lie, a made-up fairy tale. They've done so as far back as when Joe Biden was a U.S. senator. They repeat the lie over and over and over again until the people react to the lie like a dog to a high-frequency dog whistle. They say the lie, they sing the lie, they report the lie. They make the lie visible on television, mobile phones, tablets, computer screens, newsprint, magazines, and even billboards. Over and over and over again, they lie to you. And they're using a form of psychology that was the basis of our educational system as far back as the founding of our nation. It's just like when a child hears the alphabet song. You hear it over and over and over until it is committed to your memory and you fully know, appreciate, accept, understand, and repeat the song willingly, gleefully, joyfully to your parents, to your teachers, to your friends, your siblings, your other students, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and so on. Now it's in your brain right now like an earworm. H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. You hear it over and over and over again. And it's to the same tune as Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. You see, they've got you brainwashed from an early age. But unlike the alphabet song, unlike Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, the lies that are being shouted, sung, screamed, whispered, the lies visualized, subliminally introduced into your brain, the lies have no purpose, educationally, structurally, at all. They're simply lies and they're being sung to you like the alphabet song. And, as psychologists will tell you, if you repeat a lie over and over, especially under certain duress, you will begin to believe the lie as truth in exchange for some feeling of comfort, some exchange of serotonin from your brain when you finally accept the lie as the truth they're claiming it is. In the United States of America, the left, the progressives, the liberals, the so-called woke, the Democratic political party has propagated the lie, manufactured, designed, engineered, produced, edited, and broadcast the lie. They forced it into every one of your five senses, and they've done so to the point that many people believe the lie, and therefore gleefully, joyfully, willingly repeat the lie to their parents, their siblings, their co-workers, the other students in the classes in which they attend. Every facet of their lives, they spread the lie like a virus from person to person, from group to group, and everyone becomes a victim of the lie, especially those who know the truth. Those who know the truth are always the major victims of the lie. Those who know the lie is a lie. For what is the best weapon against the truth? 
it is simply to shout the lie more often and louder than before. And in democratic political party land, they have found the best weapon against the truth is to start lying to the most vulnerable first. The young, the impressionable, the pre-kindergarten and kindergarten and first, second and third grade students. They lie to these people. But not only to those, they lie to the minority populations who are less educated, less advanced mentally, psychologically. They lie to those and they get those to repeat the lie in such great numbers as to overpower those who know the truth. The best weapon against the truth is to simply lie and shout that lie and then to hire people who are supposed influencers in society to repeat the lie. Of course, the teachers and those in the school system influence the lives of those young students. And on the more ignorant front, in some of those deep minority hovels where people did not take advantage of the free education afforded them through the public school system throughout their lives, the Democratic political party hires people like basketball players, like actors, musicians, dancers, and yes, even those reverends who preach to them at Sunday services. If they got talent and they spout the lie, those who are fans of these false idols begin to believe the lies even more. To go against the grand lie grain would make you out to be a non-believer, a purveyor of blasphemy, a heretic, a lunatic. They will vilify you, demonize you, castigate you, call you out, and even take retributive action against you. If they got talent because they play basketball or they can throw a football or they can tackle or they can sing and tap dance and act a fool on stage, they will influence those who do not possess the intelligence to understand that those actors, those dancers, those singers, those musicians are only being paid to entertain you to pretend to be something that they are not. And if you fall for their lies, and you think they are great because they can pretend to be something they're not, then you are the fool who believes the lies, and you spread them even further. Don't you dare bring out an expert to disprove the lies, though. Don't you dare bring facts or figures or data to the table. Blasphemy. The Democratic Party will make up lies to discredit the experts, and then repeat those lies over and over to the point where the experts not only lose credibility with the gullible, they can lose their employment. Because many of the experts, the scientists out there, get paid either directly through the government, by the government, or through some grant funding from the government. This, my friends, my Truth Hurts program listeners, is exactly what the Democratic Political Party has done, is doing, and will continue to do to the sheeple of the untied states of America. That's not a typo. You heard me correctly. The untied states of America. Untied, U-N-T-I-E-D, is just an alternate spelling of united. The untied states of America. That is unraveling right before your very eyes. But like the frog placed into a pot of warm water and the heat slowly increased to the point where the frog boils to death, He's comfortable with a little change here and a little change there and doesn't even realize that he is being cooked. The American people are falling for the change from our Republican form of democracy to a dictatorship under communist socialist rule. They're just turning up the heat ever so slowly until you get accustomed to the next level of heat increase. And then a little more and then a little more 
and before you know it, you are fully baked as a socialist. And if you dare speak out against the change, then you are an enemy of the state and should be punished accordingly. My Truth Hurts program listeners, this is exactly what is being done to you, the people, the sheeple of the untied states of America. No longer one nation, no longer under God, no longer indivisible, for we are more divided now than we have been since the Civil War. And as for liberty and justice, it doesn't apply to all any longer. Liberty and justice have been redefined, revised, and now only apply to the woke, the liberal, the progressives, the minorities, and of course, the women, as well as the Democratic political party, who have disgraced the word democratic by their own words, deeds, and actions. E pluribus unum has fallen to the wayside. From all, one is the definition of e pluribus unum. It's written on your money. But it's now been redefined in the United States of America as unum singularis. And that's not a Harry Potter reference. Unum singularis. Only me. And that only applies to half of the nation, the dumber, subservient, sheeple half. And in the eyes of the Democratic political party, it is only the minorities, the women, the so-called LGBTQIA plus alphabet queer crowd that deserves the only me mentality. What is perhaps the most disturbing aspect of the new woke progressive liberal American society is the manner in which those on the left have managed to trick and fool the people by simply redefining words and phrases. Oh, how the left has so easily revised actual history to meet their twisted sick version of history to suit their own radical agenda and to do exactly what Barack Hussein Obama, a.k.a. Barry Sotero, the first half-black president, famously stated to, quote, radically transform our nation, unquote. Transform our nation from what? From the common sense country who believed that the Constitution applies to all? That all men are created equal and that men included women? The country who finally, by the year 1983, believed that it was our hard work, inventiveness, our dedication, our devotion, our allegiance, our loyalty, and that belonging to America as an American made us the great nation that we were, the greatest nation on planet Earth. The country who rewarded effort, ingenuity, investment, and participation has now adopted a mentality that you didn't do that. You didn't make that happen. Government did. And that somehow your own successes are never your own. And they are somehow owed to your predecessors and to slaves. But only the black slaves, apparently, because the Chinese slaves who built the railroad industry, who helped us get from one coast to the other, apparently their contribution doesn't matter. A country that now makes criminals out to somehow be the victims and makes victims out now somehow responsible for their own victimization makes them the bad guys for daring to call the police on someone who is wronging them. How we suddenly became a nation that now demonizes an entire sector of the population because they are one particular race, the race who founded the nation. You know, the European Caucasians. To radically transform our nation into one that now is demonized if any member of its population believes that the fact, the reality, the medical science says that there are only two genders? There are only two genders. Do they want to radically transform our nation into one where hard work is no longer rewarded and that the lazy in our society should just simply be given everything without having to contribute effort, productivity, anything? In America in the year 2023, 
If you are a white, heterosexual, monogamous, married, Christian, working, tax-paying man, somehow, in 2023, you have become the enemy. Suddenly, just because you're white, you're now a white supremacist. It's the exact opposite of the stupid, foolhardy notion that just because someone is black, they're lazy, good-for-nothing, non-contributing welfare suckers. We all know that's not the fact. There are a lot of black people in this country who work very hard, some two and three jobs, to try and make ends meet, and that they do pay taxes. But suddenly, somehow, if you're a working white male and you happen to be married to a female, by golly, you're automatically a Ku Klux Klan hood-wearing white supremacist bigoted racist, period. Oh, and don't you dare use Blafrican slang or speak in Ebonics, because then you will be castigated and demonized for what they call cultural appropriation. That's okay to do, though, by the way, if your name is Rachel Dolezal or any of the others who pretend to be minorities for their own personal gain. Elizabeth Warren got away with pretending to be an Indian. That's why they call her Focahontas. If you took every single working, tax-paying, straight white man out of the United States economy, the country would collapse immediately. There would be no money being put into the government to fund all of the giveaway handouts that are simply handed to those who realize that they can get something for nothing by playing victim at every turn. If you took every single working, white, tax-paying straight man out of the economy, there would be no government money to give away welfare, food stamps, WIC, aid for dependent children, EBT cards, Medicaid, Medicare. And yet they vilify the straight white working man who pays for all of those things through their taxes. To insult the straight white heterosexual male in America is to literally bite the hand that feeds you. But they don't realize that. Or maybe they do and they just simply don't care. Because they know that the straight, white, heterosexual, working, tax-paying man usually is loyal to the flag, loyal to the nation, and would not stand up and revolt. They know that the straight, white, working, heterosexual man will continue to do his job like a good boy, pay his taxes like a good little American, and let the country fall apart around him. To insult the straight, white, heterosexual male in America is a practice in action by the liberals, the Democrats, the progressives, the woke in America. And those liberals are getting away with bashing the white man and somehow redefining us as privileged, as if our hard work, our intelligence, our ingenuity, our education, our contribution is somehow owed to people who refuse to work, refuse to contribute, refuse to pay taxes, and then refuse to conform to the naturally evolved melting pot culture that was the United States of America. Now I say was because any person who went to sleep 40 years ago and somehow woke up in today's America in 2023 would rightfully think that we were conquered by some communist nation and that the inmates are now running the asylum. Anyone who fell asleep in 1983 and woke up today would likely just want to go back to sleep. We have not done our nation any favors, my friends. Imagine if you went to sleep in 1983 and woke up today in 2023, 40 years later. Surely, there are some things that may appear on the surface to be better than they were back then. Our cars don't pollute nearly as much as they did back then. Our buses, our trucks, our trains, much more fuel efficient, much less polluting. Yes, we have cell phones, we can carry those around, and even like George Jetson, you can FaceTime someone and have a face-to-face -face conversation over an electronic device. But is it really doing us that much more good? Are we that much more productive? In other words, 
With all of this great technology, are more cars being produced for less money? Or is it because of democratic ties to labor unions, fewer cars are being built to horrific quality standards by fewer people, thanks to that technology, and the cost is 10 times what it was in 1983. Imagine you went to sleep in 1983 and woke up today. Imagine the 1983 version of you would have gone to sleep having just come out of the disastrous Jimmy Carter era where the government lied to you for a year and a half claiming there was a so-called energy crisis and that we were going to run out of oil in a year. We have more oil available for production now than we ever thought possible. And thanks to technology, those oil-burning, gas-burning, diesel-burning vehicles, power plants, and industries are polluting far, far less than they were in 1983. Let me go back to that frog for a moment. If you toss that frog into a pot of boiling water, he will instinctively jump out of that pot to get to safety because temperatures of a pot of boiling water exceed 212 degrees would certainly trigger every nerve in your body to jump and flee. But that frog, that frog has sat in a pot of nice warm water, 90 degrees, then 100, then 120, then 140. Ah, the nice warm water. And then 160. And before you know it, the frog is dead and did not know what happened to it. That is what is happening in the United States of America today in 2023. When you fell asleep in 1983, we had just come out of the disastrous Jimmy Carter economy with massive record-setting non-war inflation. We also dealt with a massive recession, supply chain issues, strained international relations, and a general sense in 1983 that the world was finally coming out of the disastrous democratic presidency of Jimmy Carter. The world once again respected America. So let's pretend you went to sleep with a contented smile on your face, knowing that Carter was gone and the nation had learned the lesson about the government lying to you. And then you woke up in 2023. And in 2023, somehow, the government is lying to you again, claiming that we have a massive energy crisis and that the gasoline prices were way higher than when you went to sleep in 1983. In 2023, when you woke up, the government is lying to you, claiming that there are 57 individual different genders. Yet, if you had walked into the maternity ward of any hospital on the day you woke up in 2023, still only boys and girls being born. In 2023, when you woke up, somehow the government is now telling you that inflation is not happening, despite two full years of actual government statistics that show you 14.5% inflation compared to the year just before that. Sounds like Jimmy Carter has returned from the grave, even though in 2023 he's not quite dead yet. He's being reincarnated in Joe Biden, your current president. In 2023, somehow imagine you woke up and the government tells you that the banking system is safe and secure. There's no need to panic. Even though the day you woke up, you read the news headlines and three major banks have failed, the government's own data is suggesting that many more are in immediate danger of failing. When you went to sleep in 1983, the interest rates were high. If you had woken up in 2020, the interest rates were at damn near zero. Sure, you weren't making anything on your savings, but by golly, you were investing those savings in things like, I don't know, houses, property. You could buy a house. You could have refinanced a house at 2% interest, sometimes even less. But now you woke up in 2023 and you're seeing 30-year high interest rates to borrow money to buy a car, a house, a motorcycle, a boat, an RV. In 2023, somehow, the government, when you wake up, tells you that equity does not mean equal. They've redefined it. 
Somehow, it is equity to give a 13% minority over 50% representation in every job, every management role, every contract, and every aspect of control. That is the new definition of equity. It doesn't mean equal at all. It means giving gross advantages to a minority. I guess they want to play catch up. In the nation that is 65% white, somehow it is only considered equitable to give favorable treatment to the minorities only. I guess they want to play catch up and everyone else has to deal with it. You wake up in 2023 somehow and the government tells you that magically through some alleged natural mutation a virus that has existed on planet Earth for millions of years, unable to be transmitted from animals to humans, suddenly decided to do so? Suddenly decided, I'm a, I'm virus, a virus, and today I want to jump, jump from, from a bat, bat to a human, human and, then and then infect all the all other humans. humans. And that there's no way that was done deliberately through gain-of-function research. And then when the truth comes out, that same government lies to you and tells you, oh, don't worry about it. We have your best interest at heart. It's a scientific fact in 2023, they'll tell you, that natural immunity doesn't exist. And that somehow, the only way to be cured of this viral outbreak is to inject your body with a foreign man-made substance, which, by the way, neither cures or even slows the spread of said virus. The government spends hundreds of billions of dollars fighting a war with Afghanistan, secures that nation as a democracy, and then suddenly, in 2023, somehow, the president waves the flag of surrender pulls out exactly like the government did under Carter in Saigon, just before you went to sleep, and then gives the entire nation away to the largest terrorist group in the world. But that's not all. He turns around one year later and begins sending hundreds of billions of dollars to a dictator-run country, and you are not allowed to question that move. To do so would be disloyal. When you wake up from your 40-year sleep in the year 2023, you learn that despite over 50 years of the Democrat Party promising to make things better for the black population, after promising to bring them out of poverty, after promising to help them become productive members of our American society, to make their lives more equitable, to live the American dream of the womanizer Dr. Martin Luther King, somehow in 2023, the black population still ranks at the very bottom of the economy, the education system, and at the very top of crime. They're in fear of black-on-black -black crime. They refuse to speak proper English, work hard, advance, and improve. And they have no respect for themselves, their parents, their grandparents, and especially for the police, despite them being the largest group perpetrating crime in America. And somehow, it is still that same Democratic political party that keeps the black population under their thumb, keeps them down, lies to them, and yet begs them to continue voting for Democrats, and that same black minority still has not learned the lesson of 50 years of lies of the Democratic Party, and they continue to vote for that same Democratic Party that keeps them down, keeps their knee upon the neck of the black community. In 2023, somehow you awaken to a world where you are somehow now the white devil, the racist, the bigot, the white supremacist, simply because you actually tried, you actually learned, you actually did your homework, you actually paid attention in class, you actually learned how to speak the language of the nation, and you worked hard at your job, you advanced based on your merit, not your skin tone, not your hair texture, and somehow you've managed to get for yourselves and your family the American dream by hard work and effort, instead of pissing on the American dream and complaining because you still don't have it. In 2023, you find that the America you once knew, 
a proud democratic republic, is more divided than ever before. You find that crime is rampant, and that somehow, even though you cannot find smog in the air in almost every city, the government is still lying to you and telling you that somehow you are responsible for destroying the planet, for polluting the air and the water. And yet here you stand in 2023, able to take a breath of fresh air even in a big city, able to swim in lakes that were once told to you were unswimmable, uninhabitable. Now they're clean. Here in 2023, the trucks and buses are not belching out the same black smoke that they did when you went to sleep in 1983. Here in 2023, somehow, boys are scared and girls are tattooed. Men think they're women. Women think they're men, despite medical science, biology, that proves it is not possible to change your gender. And if you dare speak out about it, you are a bad person. Yes, when you awaken to 2023 after 40 years of sleep, where you know things were going to be okay when you went to sleep, that when you finally did come back to the land of the living, somehow you would have realized that C-A-T would still spell cat, one plus one would still equal two. But instead, when you awakened in 2023, you found that somehow school boards were more interested in having drag queens reading gender-bending books to kindergarten kids, and that boys who dress up like girls were not only playing on girls' sports teams and beating up little girls, but they would then go into the locker room and rape the girls with their male genitalia in place. And that instead of the school systems or the cops doing anything to stop that behavior, they give the fake girl a pass for being gender dysphoric or not having a developed enough brain to know better. In 2023, when you awakened somehow, you found that millions of non-citizens have invaded the borders of the United States of America and were now taking from society without contributing to society. And that those same invaders were being treated better than large portions of your citizen population, including veterans of your military. And that those invaders not only break your nation's most sacred and sovereign immigration laws, they're here raping, robbing, carjacking, squatting on private property, selling the most potent and deadly drugs known to mankind, kidnapping and trafficking little girls and other human beings as sex slaves, dragging deadly drugs across the border and that the federal government in 2023 not only condones this behavior, they celebrate it, they welcome it. But what to a person who awakens after 40 years of slumber to the year 2023? What is perhaps the most perplexing, confusing and confounding is the fact that there is no fight left in the people. And to use the word fight is somehow seditionist or insurrectionist in nature. You find that there's no glimmer of any hope on the horizons of the average American. You notice how defeated everyone appears to be. How they've all been made to feel as if somehow they are a victim of something. And when you turn on the television, there's a medication for this and a medication for that. But beware the side effects. Unless, of course, that medication is the vaccine that doesn't work for the virus they created with your tax dollars that cannot be stopped. The people that you see, that you come into contact with, simply cannot put their finger on exactly what they are the victims of, but yet they're still made to feel victimized each and every day. You know it, I know it, but we don't dare say it. They and we and you are all victims of the same Democratic Party government that lies to you every time they open their mouths. That same government that makes you out to be the bad guy if you dare question, if you dare look cross-eyed at them. If you dare invoke any of your God-given, constitutionally affirmed rights, you become the enemy of the state. 
Imagine waking up in 2023 to find out that your right to keep and bear arms is being attacked each and every day. Imagine waking up in 2023 to be told that your opinion, if it does not conform to the left's utopian thought process, is evil, insurrectionist, and seditionist on its face, and that you should be silenced, canceled, censored, and that your right to free speech, freedom of expression, freedom of assembly, freedom of the press, only apply if you conform to the Democratic political party's ideology. So why would you want to stay awake in this new America? It's lights out, America. Woke is not the same thing as being awake. I want to thank you all for indulging me in listening to this little rant. I thought it was very relevant to every aspect of your life as an American, and hopefully we can come together and make radical change to bring America back to the greatness that we experienced before Joe Biden and the Democratic Party destroyed our country. That's all the time I have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program. Please, if you feel so inclined to do so, share this podcast with a friend, a family member, a co-worker. They might be enlightened as to what you just heard and maybe, maybe feel inclined to do something about it at the ballot box. We'll see you next time. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. Thank you for listening to the Truth Hurts Program. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you are offended, but I retract nothing. Background music courtesy of Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network. All rights reserved.